So we're talking about public relations, the common mistakes that many people who practice it, whatnot, and, you know, why it's needed. And I'm going to open up a page. I'll probably just go to, like, my website real quick. And so I can just put that. There's nothing fancy on there. I don't have anything fancy, like, really to say to you, but to talk about why every company um, has it, especially the big ones, why they have PR um, and, and what it does. I mean, you know, I also really want to start on some of the common mistakes because a lot of even people who practice PR catch themselves getting into contracts where they're doing public relations on paper but in reality, they become the person's agent, the person's manager, the person's uh, life coach. And it's really easy in our field, especially when you put the consulting hat on to get caught up in that. You just need to make sure that you get paid for that. So, you know, PR in short for those who are like, well, what should my publicist do for me? And what shouldn't they do for me? Well, what they should do is get you media coverage, whether that be on TV, print, radio, you know, getting you media coverage is their main job. Um, and that you can gauge somebody and their skills based on their last placements, based on what you, you know, how far you can go back and see what they've done. Because a lot of PR folks are very creative. And so they may dip and dabble in different avenues. One day they're doing tech. Another day they're doing fashion. And you're like, well, how can you help me? Because, you know, you got that fashion label um, on, on, on TV, but how do you get me on TV? And it's just because of relationships. And you've done this so long. What's going on, Pia, Islam, and Tony on Facebook? Um, any questions, feel free to put them in. At any time, we'll try to answer everybody. But um, how do you do it? It's relationships. I mean, after you've done this, especially after you've done this a decade, there's people that you know you that you see at conferences that you can just call and say, "Hey, I want to, you know, get my client on. Can we do this? Here's the deck. Here's the one sheet. Boom." Now, what I tell everyone who's going to hire a publicist, and I say, even if you don't hire us. I say, if there's anybody who's guaranteeing that you're going to be on a platform and they don't own it, you need to run because those people give a real black eye to the game. They give a real black eye and a a bad taste in everyone's mouth because you're guaranteeing placements that how can you guarantee a placement, especially when it's a product that you might not even know too much about, but you're going to say, oh, yeah, we can get this on and your product is killing people and there has to be, you know. 50,000 cars recalled. So how do you make those guarantees? Now, money does answer all things in in this. And if you have a big enough budget, you can probably buy your way on anything. People are buying their way on the Huffington Post and, you know, all type of different magazines that I could name. But that doesn't mean that just because you got placed on there, what, what happens after? You know, and that's where the PR team and the advertising team and the marketing and the sales guys all have to come together and say, hey, and ladies too, and say, hey, what's going on? And Jamal, what's going on? Thanks for the light. But, um, and if you don't have all that, sometimes your PR professional becomes 
the uh, person who is doing all that, which you need to then pay that person for the time. You know, that's why a lot of folks are, say, hey, I'll send you an invoice into the month. Um, this is the extra time. And people, I see them getting so many arguments over this stuff. So my rule is let's get paid up front. We'll give you the flat fee. We're going to do everything that we said we're going to do. Probably give you some, uh, you know, a cherry and some whipped cream extra just because everyone likes that in business right but um you know we're not going to give you a hundred hours more we're not even going to give you you know 10 hours more without saying you know what you are becoming a household name and it's taking more time and we need to hire more people now i'll tell you pr is one of those things where anyone can charge you easily twenty five hundred dollars a month and a lot of, you know, small businesses like, oh, how am I going to get that money? I'm trying to even make $2,500 a month. How am I going to do that? Well, you know, that's a problem that you have to kind of settle before you come to a traditional PR firm. Now, when we put on our consulting hat, we can help you get that money. We can help you raise that money. And I say help. Like, we don't just do it all for you unless you're paying that. But you know, if you're paying that, just pay the <laughs> pay the full fee, which can be um, pricey. But if we're going to, you know, become your even sales department and all that, it's just more money. So I say that make sure that you are very clear that your PR professional is going to do this and, and not that, you know, and that if they do do the that, that you pay them properly. Because so many people now, I see them uh, getting on, you know, the social media platforms and spending ad dollars. They have no clue of what they're doing. And I'm not talking about they don't know how to, like, do it physically. You can watch a video on YouTube and pretty much find out how to change a car engine, right? But how to be effective. And the biggest pet peeve is when people spend these ad dollars, they spend the ad dollars, they, and you tell them, hey, we can help you with that. They say, oh, no, we already did it. And then they have, you know, five people come to their event. You wonder why? Because you really didn't know what you were doing. You haven't studied it enough. You haven't, you know, really gone in depth. You haven't done it 20 times, 50 times, 100 times, you know. And so you really just don't know what you're doing. And you're wasting money. You're wasting time. And then when you do hire someone, you're <clears throat> so frustrated on the money you wasted. You, you, you know, you become a bugaboo to them. One thing we don't do, we don't let clients become a bugaboo because we're just so very upfront and clear about who we are, what we're going to do. And, and, you know, people always say, well, how are you going to do it? Well, it's kind of hard to explain, you know, 25 years of, um, you know, whether it be schooling and then experience without charging you. So I even have... A, a, an outlet for that. I'll, I'll pull it up here for those who can see the visual. And, you know, you can book an appointment. And, you know, it's going to cost you some money. And if it's not, it's going to be, you know, all via Skype. And we're going to use it as an educational learning moment for everybody. But, you know, I can talk about the PR consultation, the business consultation, the book publishing, and try to make it affordable, the travel and all that. Because, I just want to be, you know, that nomad that goes and you guys catch me when you can. It's not the page I want. So you're doing a project and you need the masses to know. 
and you don't really have all the time to learn everything. So you get the PR professional, you pay them. They do a great job because that's what they're paid to do. Then you want them sometimes to do more tasks. Put that in a separate contract. I know I had Tony on here. He, he's a lawyer. Put it in a separate contract um, if you want to add a task. It just makes it so much easier so everyone can go just to the another piece of paper and say, I'm going to do this. I one time had a um, quite large um, company want me to start handling their shipping. Which I'm not opposed or above to handling your shipping, but this company um, was a, a tech company, and I had to let them know. I have Forbes, Wall Street Journal, and 28 other placements we're going to do, and this was in less than a three-month span. I don't have time to hear from wh whoever it was who was an HR who also handled their shipping about what is wrong or what's not right. That's not what our contract says. That's not what I'm here for. Now, I knew that was going to be a short relationship after that conversation, and that's okay. But we have to be very clear because I'm, 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 I'm willing to walk away from a bad client. And they, were, they taught me what they were going to teach me, had a great experience at a great, huge conference, spent a lot of money, you know, um, a lot of money um, on, you know, on just half a million, you know, half a million at least on a uh, conference, but their expectations were ridiculous that you think your PR person, I'm the only PR person, is going to be doing shipping. Not happening. So, um, you know, not happening without adding some more money where we can or add another team member. And they had, you know, in their uh, marketing department, like three lazy uh nepotism <laughs> some of them were nepotism you know people who were just sitting there like twiddling their thumbs playing on facebook they had one person just for facebook but you want your pr person to, no, to ship stuff that's not happening but your pr person more importantly i think than anything should be a teacher they should be able to almost show you after it's done how they did it because I think every PR professional can do so many other tasks. So let's say, you know, you're like, okay, you showed me how to do this. It's been six months. And, you know, I think we got the hang of this. Well, I always ask your PR professional, can you teach this to someone else? So then you can do another task or I'm not able to afford you. And I have someone who I think is capable. And that's going to be another fee. But that's a, a cheap way for you to you know be able to get a pr professional that knows what you're doing that teaches somebody else because it's very i mean it's easy to teach what's the difficult part is the relationships because that's a timing thing but it also helps the pr professional because now they get their teacher hat on i think a lot of publicists almost nowadays would rather consult and teach sometimes now when we start doing placements I still get this urge. I'm old school where I'm excited when we place. I want to tell the world, even majority of times I can't tell a soul, you know, out to the public because it's kind of bad form, um, kind of tacky. Sometimes it makes you look like you want to, you know, be more um, popular than the brand itself. But, you know, it's, I'm, I'm just Al Heyman, the young Al Heyman. 
you know, Black Frank Sinatra. I just want to be behind the scenes sometimes. But it's it's an addiction to place. And that and people who can place a lot and we can do it worldwide. It's it's really an addiction. It it, it takes so many hours sometimes to get a yes, especially, you know, the big platforms, even if you know the people for years. You know, for them to even confirm with the producer to the senior producer to the host to the hostesses to whatever, you know, program manager, all that stuff. It takes time. So you have to have realistic goals. You have to have a solid budget. And if you think that your money is the only way that this publicist is going to eat, I probably wouldn't pay that publicist if this is your only business. Because a lot of publicists will say, oh, just give me, you know, 500 bucks for the um, for the month. They can't do anything for 500 bucks. What about the, you know, person you got to take out to lunch, whatnot? And that comes out of their end? Get out of here. And you're not serious if you give somebody 500 bucks unless they are in a foreign country and that's their going rate or if they're a college student, that's their going rate. But you're going to get what you pay for always. And many people don't believe in their project enough to put up the money that it takes. You you know someone who, hey, they're great at what they do. Kellen and his team, they're great at what they do, but you don't have the confidence to put the money up. And I can't build that confidence in you as a publicist, now as a consultant, as your daddy, as your big uncle. Um, you know, but that, that's a whole nother um, thing. And we, we can't take everybody on that needs that help. You know, I want to sit back and relax and, you know, chill out on a, uh, <laughs> an Airbnb or something, you know. So how, how can I try to train you how to, you know, how, how, to, how to just believe in your project? That's a whole nother thing, um, ladies and gentlemen. So. I'll tell you this, hire your first publicist with that paperwork, with seeing what um, they've done in the, the past and their potential. And, you know, put your chips up because you need it. You need to get on TV. And you also need to know after you get on TV, then what's next? Because it's such a domino effect. And if you have a good publicist, they're even happier than you are. You think you're the happiest, they're happier than you. You know, and, and, and so that's my little take on the PR. Don't try to do their job. Um, if you are a bugaboo client, I've seen so many publicists get into it with their clients. And I'm like, it doesn't take all that. Sometimes less is more, but just being firm and stern. Of course, everyone thinks they know Facebook and they have no clue to the ends and the outs and the outs and the ends of this thing. But this is why, you know, a lot of those people, especially older people, you, you see them stumble and their vision never comes to the full blast that they see it because they can't give up the reins. And if you can't give up the reins, other people know, hey, man, that's your thing. Do do what you do. Like, it's, it's, it's no, it's not, it doesn't affect my life that much. Like, you know, it affects my life, everything that's under this umbrella of, Coleman Public Relations and Consulting Firm, you know, from the books to the, the travel to the influencers, whatnot, but all that extra, you don't have to get into it with your clients. You shouldn't get into it with your clients. You tell your clients, it's your project. I'm just suggesting this as, you know, the expert. 
But if you have a different way, a different path, let them go on that path. Don't argue with them. It's not personal, even though it's business. And, you know, you're like, this is a bugaboo, bugaboo clients. You know, cut them. You don't have to. You didn't get into entrepreneurship to be stressed out. I hope not. Business is not to make the most money. You know, it's really to look the brokers so we don't have to pay this government anything, but uh, and, and, and fulfill a service and solve a problem. That's really what business is. And if you're not solving a problem and, and that's where I, you know, I've seen even us, we like to solve problems five steps down the road and the client doesn't get it. And that's fine if they don't get it. And we don't have to solve that problem because if we don't, you're probably going to pay us even more money to fix it later. But I like to be an honest mechanic and say, hey, I hear that tinkering in the, uh, you know, in, in the uh, engine, even though I was only here to fix the bumper. That's me. And at this point, any clients that we really need financially, we're, we're not going to lose, you know. Um, so, but that that's a probably a rare situation for many publicists because we intertwine all the time you know with our clients and they want us to sometimes become partners and you know that means we're putting up some money on things you're not a partner if you didn't put any money up so you know that's just us and it could be you too if you use strategy and if you develop software that it's your software or software that you, you have bought and your client can only use it through you. And, you know, you don't give them the full secret sauce. But that's a, you know, you can hit me again. I showed you how to do the, the consultation because you have to be legally, you have to be careful on how you do that. You know, at least here in the States, whatnot. You know, and I say the States because this reaches, you know, worldwide. I have, um, uh, you know, many people know. Africa is, is my home. I just happen to be in the U.S., but, you know, as soon as they give me that um, dual citizenship, you guys see less and less of me in the States, more and more of me in Africa. I can't wait to touch down to Africa for the summer. Um, all my African listeners, please inbox me, hit me up. You guys know Cameroon to Ethiopia. We can't wait to see you. And, you know, any questions, hit us up. I'm out because I try to be as short as I can, even though I'm long-winded, all right?